Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Don't it up. If you love reality, this is Big Brother. You're going to love the Real House Husbands podcast. The Real House Husbands. The oh, Housewives. <laughs> Talking all things reality, both on screen and in real life. You will never believe what happened next. Because sometimes it's juicier. It yeah. goes out of their way to go and say that to someone. Get ready, because it's about to get real in here. With your hosts, Tim and Rod. The mortalist of them all. Tim, Rod. You are the winners of the amazing. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Real House Husbands podcast. We are here, we're queer, and we're ready to slay. We're back and have not been cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will this week. You never know. <laughs> well, it is quite juicy. <laughs> juicy, juicy. Juicy, juicy. Well, this week we're talking about those times, and I know if you're listening to this right now, you're going to relate to this because it's those times where someone tells you that you can't do something. It might be because you physically can't do it or that someone just judges you and says, you're not going to be able to do this or stop doing this. And you're like, do you know what? I'm going to do it anyway, just to prove you wrong. I don't know about you, but when someone tells me to tone it down or don't do this, don't do that, it just makes me enraged and makes me want to do the complete opposite. Do it tenfold don't and prove them wrong. Don't tell a gay person to tone it down. <laughs> I've gotten that before. Stop being so gay. It's like, you know what? I'm going to be 10 times gayer, a thousand times gayer. Stick this one in your pipe and smoke it. Exactly. <laughs> but on a different sort of angle, today's guest is one of the most inspiring people she is. ever. It is Sky Blue from Amazing Race. She was born without a hand. So yes. um, like literally her arm goes down to about about her elbow-ish. Um, yeah. But that's just how she was born. And she still made it all the way through to number f- uh, fifth, was it? She came fifth, yeah. And she's the Race. definition of not only a boss-ass bitch, but also a fierce-ass queen. We're obsessed with her and the chat is going to be iconic. Yeah. We're so excited. But to kick things off, we thought we would give an example of when someone told us we couldn't do something oh, or told go. us to stop doing something <laughs> and what our reaction was. All right, go. I want to hear yours. One's pretty kind of pathetic, but very relatable. I think everyone's, well, most people would have gone through this stage in their life where they were just so into partying. And for Still me, <laughs> shit. But for me, it was back in my early 20s and I was a partying sicko. I was going out every Friday, every Saturday, every Sunday. I was a sicko. Any anywhere that had a dance club or a dance floor, I was there with bells on, twerking my ass off. Twenty four seven. You a sicko. <laughs> think that makes you like most twenty something year olds. Like a party animal. Yeah. I was a definition of a party animal, pretty much. I was the Aussie snooky, and I was living my best life. But anyways, my mum sat me down, and she's like, "Look, you need to tone it down. I want you to no. stop partying." And to say that, she didn't say stop partying. She said, "You need to stop going out tone it down. as much. Tone it down." And for me, like I said before, that enraged me and I just wanted to do the complete opposite 
And that's exactly what I did. Oh my gosh. So what, instead of going out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Pretty much. But it, I don't know. There was just something about that. And I guess any point in your life when someone says, don't do it, tone it down, do something different. You want to do the complete opposite. And I did. I went out more. I was going out partying a lot earlier and staying out a lot later. Pre-drinking from like early in the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it just, it wasn't good physically or mentally. It was, as I got older, I started to get more run down. My hangovers were more intense and more severe. And mum was right. I should have taken a note from mum's book. So looking back on it, thank you, mum, for trying to change my ways. But oh. it didn't work in the, in the time, but I wish I'd taken your advice. But you know what it's like? It's almost like I kind of compare it to when someone, I had a friend, I'm not going to name names, was a full-blown hard core Christian oh, no. their entire life and then they got to like adulthood and they were released from that that Christian bubble yes. they were like a full-blown sex addict they were doing every drug under the sun they were partying 24-7 are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no, I, I never compared that. My friend is very like you, <laughs> but it was a definition of they were being told you got to be like this, you got to be like this. Do not do anything different. And they thought, you know what? Once again, stick this in your pipe and smoke it. Yes. I'm going to be a hardcore twerking, drinking, dancing slut. Do, oh, whoa. <laughs> but do you know what? You're kind of still like that. <laughs> You just literally spat your mineral water all over me. What? What do you mean? I'm Whoa. quite a lot that lot. No, not like a drinking partying slide. Um, <laughs> Pretty but, much. No, but I mean, like, if someone tells you anything that, like, not to do something. Yes. Like, there's been a few times where you've been completely white girl at a party or something, and I'm just like, <laughs> like I, I, no, but like, literally, I'm like, oh my god. Actually, I'm going to tell that story in a second. Yes. But um, <laughs> like, I've even said to you, like like quietly away from other people like Tim like you're like literally white girl like you really need you really need to slow down or you're going to be in the gutter and then you're like you're, you do gutter like well, well fuck you I'm taking a shot like it's just you cannot be told like like that time we were at, at my friend's party and it was his birthday and you were downstairs in the basement by yes. yourself listening to Britney dancing <laughs> and I came down and told you you're being rude and you need to come up and join the party and you're just like volume up volume up volume up shot I'm like bitch I'm like free bitch Pretty bitch, <laughs> but it's like anyone. Like if you said to me, mate, don't go touch that dog shit over there. I would, I would want to go touch it. Like it's just, it's a human instinct to <laughs> do the opposite. <laughs> I need to go pick the dog shit up, but it's a human instinct to do the complete opposite of what someone's trying to mold you or force you into doing. Yeah. Which everyone does that. What's your story? Oh, well, so When's the time that someone told you to do something so mine's different. like completely different. It wasn't, mine wasn't a rebelling sort of thing because someone said I couldn't do something. Mm. But when I came out, it was quite negative and I had multiple people. I was that person who grew up in church and thought I had to live oh. that certain life and not drink very much and no sex before marriage. Don't so, you were drugs. reading the Bible every single day? Um, I read it a fair bit. I actually almost did like- Bible college and that back in the day. Oh my God. Like, literally, I was so involved in it. Like, I was a youth leader, everything. And um, so I had this like pressure to live a certain way and whatnot. But once I came out and Mm. like was like, hey, I'm into dudes, it didn't go down well. And there was multiple people in my life. I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to name names, but like, especially people in the church said to me that I would never succeed in life. If I go down this path, this path of being true to who I am. You'll never succeed if you're gay, basically. You will never succeed in life. <gasps> like, 
Because of the, the path you've taken with your sexuality yeah, or the just, being true to yourself, yeah. Yeah, like I don't know if it came from an old school sort of thing that like that gay people don't have as many opportunities or whatever, <laughs> but I was just like, that gave me so much drive. Lit the biggest fire oh under your God. ass. Oh, my God. That happened and I freaking promoted in two weeks. Oh, promoted, yes. Promoted again in six months. Yeah. Started my own business. Like it drove me. Like to be honest, I had those people's voices in my head on Amazing Race. <gasps> Like I love that. Literally. Their like, negativity fueling your fire. Honestly, it was just like those motherfuckers said that I would never <laughs> succeed in life and I'm about to win a freaking race around the world. Yes. And- High five me, baby. Yes. Oh. You're there thinking you're not going to win. You're not going to succeed. And you were thinking, you know what, bitches? Fucking watch me. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it really was. So, like, whereas you were a bit more, like, rebelling against someone telling you to do something that you shouldn't be doing. Stop twerking, you sicko. <laughs> Mine was I was being true to myself and I was oh, just like, do you know what? That. that gave me so much drive. Like, I was probably became a little bit of a hard ass because of it. But, like, yeah. it was just like, meh. Oh, my God. But the, the scary thing is that there's probably a lot of people out there that their parents would say that to them. For, for poor kids that would come out of the closet and their parents would say, look, don't do this. Don't take this path. Honestly. You are not going to be successful. You're not going to succeed, which is disgusting. Yeah. But the fact that that has lit that fire, that determination to not give up, to not quit, and to prove everyone wrong, I'm so proud of you, mate. It was like they wanted me to, like, stay in the closet and then I would succeed. The, the, yeah. Like- Lie about who you are for the rest of your life so yeah. what you can get a bougie job. Like, pff, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, marry some chick, get a- pregnant, have kids, and then be like, <laughs> be like, later in life, go, I can't handle this more and, and really hurt the oh poor girl. Gay people can do anything. We can do anything. You throw anything at us, we can do it. We can fly. <laughs> yeah. No, but honestly, like that, that it just enrages me. You know, when people try and change your truth or try and change who you are, even mm-hmm. if you're, even if your little moment in time is a trashy few years, everyone deserves to have that filthy, outrageous, party years when they've got not a worry in their world worry in the world they're not paying rent they're not paying rego they don't have a phone bill your only worry is where are my drinks and what dance floor am i going to be twerking my ass on yes actually another thing of that my um my dad was always very like i love my dad he's a legend but he was always very much um save all your money buy a house first whereas oh i was like i want to go travel the world sort of thing so again even though i had it drilled into me for like growing up sort of thing not in a like possessing sort of way or anything like that's mm. always been really supportive i guess but um it was just like hey no like i'll buy my house we now have a house i've bought a yeah. house but i've also traveled the world mate you've ticked every single box oh my god i just i think i've talked about it on the podcast before but growing up i wanted to dance and people told me, do not dance. I'm talking about in school. Do not do dance lessons. Do not do dance classes. You're going to be an outcast loser and no one's going to want to hang out with you. And I was like, you know what? I have a calling to dance and nothing's going to fucking stop me. <laughs> and you were an outcast loser. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a loser growing up. If anyone's listening to this and you're a loser, I can relate because I was the biggest outcast growing up. I was such a loser. I was very overweight. I had like acne and I had like, I don't know. I had everything going against me. Um, 
But I th- I'm happy that I went through that phase because it made me stronger and yeah. it made me realize what's important in life and what true happiness is. Yeah. And if you do actually think you're a loser, you're not. What these little things, these little quirks that do make you different is what makes you special and unique and yes. you're a legend. Mm. <laughs> but honestly, what coming up next, we're talking to Sky Blue from the Amazing Race Australia. Like Rod said, she has one hand. She's so inspirational. Doing that race with one hand, that is goddamn impossible. So we're going to be chatting to her. And if she's ever had anyone tell her, to, she can't do something she won't succeed she's not going to be mm-hmm. good so we can't wait to see what she's got to say coming up next so excited many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So our next guest was the fan favorite in this year's season of The Amazing Race Australia. She's a fierce-ass queen who, with only one arm, ended up coming in fifth place in the race. Yeah, she's so inspirational, and we could not be more excited to welcome the chick who stole everyone's heart in Australia. Welcome, Sky Blue! Yes! (laughs) Hello! Thank you for having me. We love you, queen. Thanks for chatting with us. No, thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. And Sky, we are obsessed with you. But for people who don't know you, you literally have only one arm. And firsthand, we know goddamn how hard the amazing race is. So to think of going back and doing it again with only one arm sounds absolutely impossible. So we take our hats off to you, Queen. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Like in the first challenge on Amazing Race, you literally – carried beers around a pub like that's hard enough to do when you've got two hands right there like has this um has that um if you can call i was gonna say a disability but like obviously it's not for you because you still tackled every challenge yeah um but like was that something you were born with or was it from an injury later in life um yeah no i came straight out the womb with only one hand yes (laughs) popped into the world with just one Oh, my God. Well, Sky, we're going to go back to the Amazing Race stuff a bit later, but we want to know, growing up, so you obviously went to school your whole schooling years with your one arm. Did you get bullied much or were kids, like, frothing on you because you were just super cool? Um, it was actually weird. Like, surprisingly, to my knowledge, I didn't get bullied. Um, but then again, I grew up with two brothers, so I've grown up being pretty tough and stubborn and stuff. Knocking them and- around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, the only thing I really copped was, um, stares, um, because people had never seen anyone like me. So, and a lot of doubt, there was a lot of doubt out there and still to this day, but you know, prove them wrong. 100%. Yeah. 100%. How about like a little bit like later in life when you started finding an interest in boys and, um, dating and things like that? (laughs) Did you, did you ever feel what really like self-conscious or didn't want to like flirt with a guy because he thought like you, you thought that he might not be interested or anything like that? Um, most of the time they didn't notice and it was, wasn't until like a few weeks in, they were sort of like, 
wait, what? That's because he was looking into your beautiful up. eyes. Yes. <laughs> That's so good, Scott. I want to know, like, is there anything we, well, probably everything, just growing up or even now that we just take for granted that um, you find it like, hard to do, but if, if someone's complaining, you, think, you know what, suck it up, I've got to deal with this. What jumps out to your mind? Like stuff that we wouldn't even think of would be impossible to do with one hand. Well, look, it's not so much because I'm like, I can pretty much do everything or I figure out a way to do it. It's just more so opportunities yeah. that I can't because of it. Yeah. So oh. that sort of stuff. I mean, prime example is ever since I was four years old, I wanted to join the army and I couldn't oh um, beca- because of the arm. Um, like they even, because we had big high-end sort of meetings and stuff yeah. um, back when I was like 15, 16. Um, they, back when I was told that I couldn't and it was mainly because there was a certain way they had to dismantle and put together the guns and stuff Whoa, and they said although we, we know you could do it it needs to be done in this certain specific way which unfortunately you can't do so it was yeah. just, it's just sort of like stuff like that really yeah well, um, I remember so actually in, I tried to get into the navy and that's when I found out I was colour deficient so that's something just literally like I can't see colours properly let alone I'm um, like missing a missing a hand <laughs> <laughs> But you're still slaying, Queen, and we absolutely love it. Okay, what about some amazing race stuff? Because you, like we said, you were hands down our favourite from the get-go. We cried when you guys got eliminated. It was devastating. I'm sure the whole of Australia did as well. But <laughs> what's your favourite memory from the amazing race Australia? Oh, wow, that's a really tough one. <laughs> <laughs> no way, so you got truckloads, do you? Oh, favourite? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I mean... Every experience within itself is incredible. I loved all the hands-on sort of things. Oh. <laughs> Excuse the pun. <laughs> That's iconic. No way. Um, cool. Sort of like all the like the adrenaline-based stuff and just the things that I knew people would be like, there's no way she'll be able to do that. We'll have a, a leg up in this one, um, which is like all the abseiling and the swimming and stuff, which is actually my stronger things. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I always love doing that stuff. Um, but my favorite part was actually probably the aftermath. Um, yeah. Like actually watching yourself back of, on TV and things like that. No, it was just the amount of people that were reaching out. So obviously I had a certain reason to go on and knowing that that was being accomplished was, yeah, probably my favorite part of all is the amount of people that I could reach from that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. That is so good, Scott, because dead set, you were such an inspiration to all those sicko idiots out there who were complaining about minuscule things in your life or their lives. And then you look at someone like you who was getting your ass on the race, doing so well, slaying every single challenge that is thrown your way. You should just literally pat yourself on the back. But you know what gave me life? The other teens, when they were complaining and like, I can't do this, I can't do that, and then it like shot to you just slaying it. We're like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> well, she's doing it, so fucking suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're so we're so proud of you, Coin. Had you applied for Amazing Race earlier, like on previous seasons, like our season? That was literally the first time I had ever applied for the Amazing Race. Oh my god, our season, did ya? No, 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 like the one that I was on. Oh, I would have got yeah. race against you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe All Stars. You never know. We might have to align yeah, All Stars. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll tie your hands behind your back, though. You've already told us that you can do everything, so no, <laughs> you don't get an advantage anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but did you 
um, had you not applied previously because you thought that um, you wouldn't be accepted um, because of your um, because of your hand and things like that, or is it just something that you'd always wanted to do and just never got around to it? Like, what was that all about? To be fair, I've actually I had never watched The Amazing Race. <sighs> um, I know. Well, you didn't I even watch the air season. What the hell? No. <laughs> all right, it was oh, great sorry, talking I to you, Sky. Bye. No way. So you're fully like fresh to it. Yeah, so I watched maybe one or two episodes in quarantine. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I was pretty much fresh. I was like, wait, what's the detour? What's this? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool because, like, you seriously wouldn't have known anything that was they were going to throw in your direction. So yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, you didn't know what I mean, was coming. My, yeah, my brother, he he's the one that watched it and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had, I had no clue, but... I was excited for it regardless. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. Scott, I want to know, who was the worst team to race with? <laughs> and you have to answer these questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who was this one that you're like, oh, my God, here we go again? Look, to be honest, everyone's got different race styles. Oh, um, yes. There were certain teams which I personally didn't agree with their race style. Yeah. Um, they, they went on quite far and I think it was it was pretty obvious and known um, that Chris and Alicia weren't my yes. favourite team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, they kept, they kept making you know, it through. Like, like they were racing yeah. pretty hard, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they made it further than us. Um, stupid hall hoops and all, but... Yeah. <laughs> what about Holly and Delore? Were they pretty outrageous to race with? Um, to be honest, we didn't... We weren't really around them too often because, um, I mean, obviously placements of the race, once you check in, then that's it. So yeah. people that are still racing, like you guys know, you don't really spend too much time around. Um, but, you know, like they were funny at certain points, like when I did see them <laughs> and stuff. Because, um, I mean, the Lord bless his heart, he's petrified of height. Oh, and you, you knew when he was on a height because he was – he was basically screaming, like, wow. bless his soul. Like, Delore seemed yeah. to be screaming and scared of everything in that race. <laughs> you name it, he was scared of it. The thing that, like, that watching <laughs> watching it back, I don't know if you were the same, but watching Holly and Delore, like, it was just almost, like, cringeworthy because we had done the race before. We know what it's like. We know that there's a camera with you all the time. You know you're always mic'd up. Yeah. And it's like you're still talking to... Holly, in a way that, like, you're like, mate, do you realize the whole of Australia is going to come for you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So that was what he was actually, actually like, was it? Um, Pretty much, like, when I was watching this series back, I was like, they've actually put everyone pretty true to their, who they are. Um, If anything, made people, people's characters look better um, in, in certain ways as well. So, oh my goodness. yeah, pretty much what you saw is what you got. That's so crazy. Scott, I want to know as well, because when Rod and I did the race, like, you know what it's like, you're locked up, you're basically held captive when you're not racing. But the stress <laughs> and anxiety of the race, at least we could have sex with each other and release all that tension. <laughs> you were with your brother. Oh, how the hell did you survive? <laughs> oh, no, like, how the hell did you make it pretty much to the end? Like, you must have been struggling hardcore. Oh, look, I don't know, actually. <laughs> Basically, you, you get back to your room and you conk out. You do, um, yeah, that's so true. 
I mean, Jake was, was journaling, so he was writing down everything that happened in the day and stuff, whereas oh. I was just, you know, I, I sort of like just zone out and just basically <laughs> stare at a wall being like, okay, I'm done. Do you know what, Jake is smart though because we yes. actually did the same thing. We had a journal and like before we went to like sleep, before we were too exhausted, mm. we wrote down like everything, the challenge, the person who was on the mat, what they were wearing, like yes. um, who came first, who came, who got eliminated. We wrote down everything because we knew if we got all the way to the end, there's always some form of like memory challenge yes. about like the journey. And then obviously yeah. the last challenge for us and in our season was a memory challenge. So we're like, mm. yes. Yeah. We're glad we did that. That's so good. <laughs> How good is that feeling? Obviously, when you when you rip open that clue, that adrenaline rush you get is indescribable, isn't it? Like, I wish everyone on planet Earth could experience that because it is the best feeling ever. Oh, it is. And you just want to read it as quickly as you like as quick as you can without mumbling the words. Yeah. So you can just zoom out of there. But it's like, yeah, the excitement. It's like, oh, my God, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Where are we going? What crazy challenge are they going to throw at us today? Like, exactly. No- and you're never right. If you guess, you're just like, oh, I reckon it's this. You're, you're so wrong. Oh, so every right. single time. <laughs> <laughs> like. With us, we were when we ripped the clue, we were lucky enough that like we were in Vietnam and then it was like fly to Mongolia, like a completely different yeah. country. Like do you were you a little bit disappointed that you got on a season that was just in Australia or the experience that you got was just so incredible that it didn't bother you at all? Yes. Look, to be fair, I mean I've done a fair bit of travelling like around Europe and stuff, so Australia's actually somewhere I haven't really done that much travelling. Yeah. So oh, I was wow. pretty excited and just to do it within Australia. I mean, don't get me wrong, I would have loved to have done a, a world travelling series, but, yeah, just seeing how incredible Australia is was, yeah, I'm so glad that it was just Australian. That is so good. And we could obviously give our tips and tricks, but I want to hear from you, Sky. If you were giving some advice to another team getting on the race in the next season, what would be your number one tip for getting your ass <laughs> on the Amazing Race Australia? Or once you've got your butt on, once I yell start, what's your number one tip? Learn how to read a map. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We'll back that up. Definitely back in that. That was so funny. You guys did actually go the wrong way a few times. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times. Get this though. When we were in Africa, um, uh, we literally went had to go to like there was like a T intersection. You could only go left or right. And I'm driving and Tim's in the back and I'm like, I'm like, oh, Tim, which way at the end of this road here? And he goes, you can either go left or right. I went, oh, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) (laughs) But how how cool, Scott, you're going to have those memories with your brother until the end of time. As long as you guys live, you'll always be able to go back to that season, watch it together. Like that just gives me life. What great memories to have. 100%. Like I can just, Imagine when we're like 70 old in nappies. Sitting in the nursing home, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm going I'm to go watch like, that 2020 season of Amazing Race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's just going to be incredible. Like, I mean, obviously if you were to do it with someone else, whether it be a partner or something, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Whereas Jake's literally stuck with me for life. Yeah. So, <laughs> like he cannot get rid of me. It's impossible. I'm That's... like a bad dench that takes the rest. He like a legend, eh? Oh, he's one of the best humans you'd ever meet. That's he really so is. good. I want to know though. Obviously, 
like you slayed the hula hoops, but <laughs> Jake, Jake really struggled and then you guys got eliminated and you have been racing so bloody well to that point. Yeah. Was there any part when the cameras turned off where you were just like, fuck you? <laughs> Get your shit together, mate. Um, for the hula hoops, actually, no. I think it was at that point we sort of had a feeling that that was going to be it. Yeah. Um, just because we had fallen so far behind. We, like, <clears throat> we caught up quite a bit um, to the point we were literally seconds after the seats when they touched the mat. Whoa. But, yeah, I mean, Jake initially, like, he he started bawling and he's like, oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, you could he's tell like, he was so is- heartbroken, yeah. Yeah, like, he really, like, he blamed himself for that. And I said, Jake, like, it's not your fault, like, he honestly, he gave it everything he had, and that's what I can never ask for. Oh, my God. But honestly, it gives me life because the thing I hate the most in The Amazing Race is when a team gets eliminated and they just don't look like they really care or give a shit. It gives me life when you can tell a team wants it so goddamn bad. And we saw that from you guys every single episode. You wanted it. You wanted it. You didn't want to give up. You're pushing right to the end. And that kind of dedication and determination is what The Amazing Race is all about. It's not giving up, not cracking under pressure. And even if you do, just never giving up and just giving it your all, which you guys did. Thank you. And, yeah, like, you're 100% right. Like, there's people on there for all different reasons. Um, yeah. Some just for being on TV, some for, <laughs> you know, proving certain things, some for the experience. But, um, yeah, like, we were, we were definitely there giving it our all every single step of the way. And, yeah, we didn't make it completely to the end, um, but everyone's race has a finish line and that's when ours was. You're you're still our favourite though. (laughs) (laughs) We get asked a lot, even to this day, we get asked a lot um, like behind the scenes questions and things like that. So like there was conversations that Tim and I had, there was even challenges that we went to that didn't make the final edit just due to timing and things like that, which is TV. But was there anything that stands out to you, a fight, an argument, a challenge that you did or Mm. something? Something that happened on the race that wasn't aired. Um, yeah, but like there's a there's a few things because obviously, I mean, everyone's getting filmed basically 24 hours a day, yeah. so there's only yeah. so much that they can use. Um, some of the challenges that they that they put out were were awesome. Um, but there was this really funny part um, which which didn't air, um, which was between me, um, Stan, and Wayne. Yeah, and. I accidentally, like, I was just tired and I called, like, accidentally, like, I don't even know how, just merged their names together and <laughs> so I called them Stain. <laughs> and that is so that good. pretty much stuck. Like, that, that, that was, like, our inside joke the whole time and then they called me Fly Blue. Yes. That's so good. That's amazing. That's so good. I think it even some of the our recaps I called you, what, Jake Blue or something. Like, I got it mixed up as well, but... That's so funny. And you know what it's like, Scott, when you're tired and run down, you just say and do the most stupid, outrageous shit ever. And of course, there's a camera there to capture it all go down. Yeah, and there's, there's a fair few times I fell over as well. I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the opening scene when we were running through our bags, like that made it, I full fell. That's so good. That's amazing. So that was on there. But yeah, there was a few other times where I like fell over on the race, but I literally like did 
would do these like little army rolls and like get back up and I'm like, keep going. <laughs> run, bitch, run. So <laughs> what did you feel about stowaways? I mean, we were exhausted on the race and if we had got to like halfway through the race and we're like, oh my gosh, we've made it halfway and mm. then a stowaway came in, I would have punched them in the face. Oh, <laughs> <you're bloody laughs> I was not a happy camper when I saw. <laughs> like, I mean, when MJ and Chelsea were there, we were walking up and I was like, oh, they're AFL plays for sure. Because I've got quite a few friends. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, just like the build of them, like really athletic. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> yeah. So I was basically, oh, I was, I was not happy. But like they knew it. Like, they knew it as well. Like, they even said to me, because, um, like, we're very close now, and they're just like, yeah, you out of all of them. Apparently, they whispered to each other and was just like, the girl in the blue doesn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> She's clearly pissed off. No, I don't blame this guy. I would have been fuming. Yeah, it was because, like, me and Jake had just won that leg, so it was, we were going to be the first ones running. So oh then it was a God. shotgun start. So we were, we were <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Skies, you were obsessed with that, but we want to know what's next for Sky Blue, anything in the pipeline you want to drop a bomb with here and tell everyone what's coming? <laughs> Look, um, I still feel like there's so much to give um, yes. and, and get out there and stuff. So, I mean, I'll probably be applying for a couple more shows potentially in the future. Oh, yes. Um, but my main thing that I really want to do is um, – sort of get an online basis of, you know, whether it's life coaching or something, just to help people just sort of feel great with who they are, just because I've gone through that journey of self-discovery and, you know, hiding my arm and yeah, that's getting so through to that really confident stage, like, you know, this is who I am, like, I'm going to embrace it, I freaking love it, wouldn't change an inch of it. Yes. Um, so something like that just, my main thing that I always feel like I want to do in life is help as many people as I possibly can. And if I can do that through my own, you know, struggles that I've been through in my own life experiences, then, like, I'll be an open book for whoever wants to listen. That is thing. honestly so bloody incredible. Strong. You need to do some, like, motivational speaking seminars and that sort of stuff because you're literally going to change the world. That is honestly so incredible. Sky, we're dead set both sitting here tearing up. You are an amazing queen, <laughs> so goddamn inspirational. You need to get your ass out there and just scream from the rooftops because the world needs to, needs to hear your voice. That's for certain. Thank you. I just got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do something that goes viral on TikTok. And then you go, <laughs> I TikTok. <laughs> well, to keep up to date with everything Sky Blue is doing, make sure you're following her on Instagram, Sky Blue H. And we thank you so much for coming on the Real House Husbands podcast, Sky. Thanks so much, Queen. Thank Point. you for having me. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for chatting with the Sky. Thank you. Bye. 
Give me a Y. Y. Give me an E. E. Give me a blue. Sky blue. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know why I thought it was a C. So definitely. Literally. How good is Sky? She is a queen. Honestly, I said said it in the intro. This would be inspiring. And she just is like, I was like asking questions to get her to almost like have a vent about how bad her childhood was and bullies. Mm. And she's just like been so strong she's never let anything like stop her but i'm sure she's had people in her life that say oh you shouldn't have, you shouldn't do the amazing race you can't do amazing race you can't do this you can't do that but she's proven everyone wrong and she's so inspirational she is mate and i was getting goosebumps multiple times throughout that we were both tearing up we were both crying at one point god damn it i could listen to her talk for hours and hours and hours and yeah, she was fantastic, and yeah. she was just so goddamn likable and nice. Exactly the person that we fell in love with on the race. And you guys didn't really hear it, but after we stopped the interview with Sky, we kept chatting for like twenty minutes. All things amazing race. If you guys want to get the asses on the amazing race, audition for season three because it is the greatest thing you will ever do in your entire life. Can I get an amen? Yes. Can I get an amen <laughs> up in here? Yeah. So well, to keep up to date with all things The Real House Husbands podcast, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Tim and Rod. And we'll be chatting with each other next week. And you have to listen. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. It means the world to us. Don't miss next week. The Real House Husbands podcast with Tim and Rod. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to The Real House Husbands podcast. Bye, pumpkin. Keep up to date with at Tim and Rod on Instagram. Doing what we love to do the most. And subscribe so you don't miss the next episode.